and we are back with the new episode before we get into this one just want to say thank you to everybody who came out to the overachiever show at the dc improv last night we packed it out on a wednesday it was beautiful man um shout out to uh all the new people who attended and for those who are in los angeles august 20th we are at the comedy store it's our la debut uh, the lineup for that is Andrew Santino, Eric Griffin, Jordan Rock, and Matt Rife. You can go to overachieversshow.com for tickets. August 27th, I'm at The Stand in New York. Tickets are available at thestand.com. And August 28th, I'm at the Carolines on Broadway, New York's funniest comic competition, you know, with some other Bamas. You know, I don't know who those other comics are, but, you know, just know that they're in for some trouble. You know what I mean? Everyone on the lineup, you know? So that's going to be exciting. Tickets are free to that. Make sure you get your tickets. And today's special guest, I say that about all my guests, but this dude, you know, I just met him last night. He made his Overachievers debut. I'll be honest. I wasn't sure what to expect. (laughs) (laughs) You know, my guy's like, yo, he's funny. I was like, how funny? He's like, yo, he's kind of like, he's funny, funny. I'm like, yo, funny, funny? Or is he like funny? He's like, I don't know, man. Just, Just book him. I'm like, okay. And so we got him on the show. He came through. He walked in with the, uh, I think it was like the Supreme Purse. And I was like, yo, this dude looked like he might, you know, he might know some jokes. Yeah, is the Supreme that, that <laughs> led you to think that? I was like, yo, it takes a lot of confidence to walk into a new city with that. With so the I, fanny. So yeah. I said, you know, my man, uh, give it up for Rufat Agayev. Yeah, he, you, pronounced, you pronounced the name very it's kind of culturally. Few, I've been saying your name on correct. the podcast the past three weeks. And every time I've gotten... I've had more fun saying it over and over. Oh, so man. the fact that, you know, I've, I've gone through the riffs of like, you sound like a European basketball player. I'm sure you've gotten that throughout your entire I life. Have, you know, I not have. that I'm probably probably not that original. But the fact that you're here sitting next to me in uh, our friend Benji's house. Yes. Beautiful place. I the, love it. The couch is so comfortable, man. This shit is Very beautiful, man. So you made your DC debut last night, player. I know, man. It was crazy. It was, it was great. I wanted to ask you, what did you think of me when I came into the green room? I gave off that nervous energy, right? That nice. Nah, I was. I so a lot of it has to do with where I'm at mentally. Uh huh. So I was in a very good place meant last night. Yeah. I was very comfortable. It was a uh, up until that point. It was like I was in the green room with Matt Deacons. I fucks with Matt. You came mm-hmm. through, and I was like, "Yo, it's gonna be a good night, man." I was on some positive shit last night. I kept night. looking down at my little notebook. I was like, "All right, this is the 15, yeah, aka yeah, 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 yeah. 18." Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, <laughs> yeah. it worked out. So in conclusion, the shit was fire. You oh, went, okay. you did your thing. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. dog. So that. I wanted to say like, how did you? You know what? Because people who listen, they, 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 you know, they've been to the show. They seen the. They know what's going on. But the, you're, you're our guest today, man. Tell us what was your how experience? I felt yeah, man. Being on the show. Well, you first know? of all, it was an honor. It's one Amen. of the. It's one of the best if not the best show um, that's self-produced in D.C. at a comedy club, which right. is really tough to do. A lot of people came out, very diverse audience, yeah, 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 yeah. which is like part of the audience is the audience that I cater to, right. cool hit people sure. that wear fanny packs right. and are in debt. And then mm-hmm. it was like, you know, <laughs> your rich um, brick house owners we you had a couple. I mean? We had a couple VIP yeah. ticket holders. Probably had very you know Renaissance houses. They owned a couple of Roth IRAs. You know. Yeah. yeah. They were out there. There was like a Scott Disick right in the front. Yeah. We, we both thought he was a pretty handsome gentleman. Yeah, we agreed on that. We agreed on that. Um, ladies too. Wow, the ladies. ladies came out. They were very very pretty. Single ladies. Yeah, man. <laughs> they. It was. 
it was crazy. By the time I got up there, you know, like there was the nervous energy. It looked like a Foxy Brown music video. Yeah, yeah. It was. Who, who, shout out to Foxy Brown. I don't know. She probably can't hear this because she has a hearing problem. That's a real uh, damn, thing. My bad. But Foxy. I hope she feels this. That's a soft, that's a sensitive yeah. topic in uh, Foxy's household. I know. Um, but no, like I got up there and yeah, you know, like it's always good to have a little bit of that nervousness. Mm. But I was like, let me say something that's not even a part of my set, just about my outfit. And they just laughed so hard at that that I was like, we're good. Yeah. We, we y'all buckling. Yeah. It's time to. That's the best feeling when you know. Yeah. You off, off top. Oh, it's going to be a good ride. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. That is the best. That, that, that definitely, that's when you're in the pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's it's good to either do well up top with a little bit of something unexpected or even bomb with it and just, tr- just try to dig your way back a little bit. You know what I mean? Need that it, challenge. Yeah, it it, 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 it it loosens things up, you know? It's like when you're boxing and you get hit first and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, shit, I didn't expect to get hit like that. Yeah, yeah. So you did the show. Shit was cool. Show was good. Uh, you made a, you know, we made some friends after the show. Then we hit up uh, 18th Street Lounge after the party. It's the after, after party. <laughs> yeah, you already know. I had to, you know, I was on my hosting shit. So after we had the party. To, it's the eight mile run there through you go. the Capitol at 3 a.m. at night. For yeah, me. we're gonna get to that part later. <laughs> Let's walk. We're gonna, I'm, I'm walking the audience. I'm walking the listeners through through our night. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like we we had just met in the green room. Fast forward, you you hit the stage, you fucking kill it. You know, we celebrate. By getting, uh, we go to 18th Street Lounge with like a couple overachiever audience members. Little reggae night, you know. We had the reggae night. Boom, um, bop, bop. What, you know, shit was cool, <laughs> man. And then, uh, and then we ended the night. Uh, and then you went, ended up going for you're like yeah, everyone's going home. And then you're like, you know what? I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna go on an eight mile run. I'm gonna go on an eight mile run to the to the Capitol down 16th Street, man. It was wild. I I so I have this thing that I do three in the morning runs. Yeah. Uh, well, I have this thing that I do now. Whenever I go to a new city that I haven't been to, mm-hmm. I try to like go on a long run late at night when nobody's out. Is that dangerous? I do weigh like a petite woman, so yeah. for me, for my body type, yes, yeah, it is. I could get snatched up really your, quick. Your physical stature isn't necessarily like but, a guaranteed safe run. But dog, I'm like a little hair out there. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, you're sneaky. Like I'm, I'm. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. You can go. You can. You can get underneath some. I'm like cars. a little bar of soap. You're not gonna hold yeah, on yeah, to yeah, me, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah you slip. Yeah, I get I'm it. slick. I get it. So, it was. It was beautiful, man. Like, uh, the scariest part was. What was your route? Walk us through the. Uh, you know the route. Well, it was down 16th, and then when you go down 16th, you take like a right and you head down 17th, and you see the executive building, which is beautiful. It's tremendous. It's mm-hmm. big. I would look through the windows and people were watching Fox News. Ooh. And I was like, I'm running. They watching, you know, conservative politics. This is right. beautiful. Right, right, then right. Then I head down further. I was scared to go into like where the lawn was mm-hmm. um, at first. And that's where the White House is. So like I just kept running down further to trying to find the Martin Luther King Memorial. Right. Then I went down and um, over where Lincoln is, you know, and they got this long ass pond with all these ducks and it was like pitch dark and I was just like running, running, running. And I just like kind of breathed in Lincoln, dog. Just kind of had to look at him and be like, we did we did overachievers tonight, Lincoln. How you feel about that, bro? He was probably looking down and he was like, yo. Dog. 
You made me proud. It's like, Asia. yo, you got shot in a the theater, but like, how dope would it have been if you got shot at the Overachiever show, Lincoln? Son. Right? You would have been laughing, though, yo, right? You would have had the. <laughs> that Instagram post the next day would have been fired. <laughs> up. I feel like Lincoln would come to the Overachiever show, man. Why not? It was, his, it was his thing. He was like a cool bearded dude. You know what I mean? You know what's wild? I, I, I just got booked to perform at Lincoln's Cottage. Wow. Yeah. The DC Improv books. Like Lincoln's this, Cottage. It's, yeah. a, it's a good room. It's a good room. It's Damn. like, uh, it's like I guess it was his getaway, little summer getaway. You need a getaway, bro. So like, yeah, Lincoln had this like little cottage that they do shows at. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm one of the four comics that's booked on it. So you need a getaway. You know, you need to like, Lincoln was probably at, at the little cottage, had his Swisher Sweets. Probably you know had what his, I mean? si- his side chicks. Had his side chicks. What do you think? What do you think of, like a president's side chicks back in the 1800s was like? Like what were the quality? Like, what, what? 1800s. Like you know what I mean? Like, definitely can't read. They don't. He probably definitely don't want really? girls who can read. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, bro. Like what? What would people qualify? was living until they were like twenty eight? So like, I guess if you if you like, I guess if like, what qualifies as a good side chick? Like not having malaria. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, you good. Vaccinated. Vaccinated. Did they even have vaccines back then? I don't. Nah, I think that were. was like a nineteen hundreds thing. Which now we're we're now back to that now. We on some old. School. Yeah, now we're we on some old 1800s. school shit. We're not vaccinated no more. Yeah. Which is crazy because last night at the show, I have a joke about like vaccination. Uh, you get an applause break. Yeah, I got an applause break off of saying that an imaginary baby that I gave birth to was a man. Yeah. That I would vaccinate it. And they're like, yeah. Like, what the fuck is wrong with America? Yeah, that's where so, we. At. <laughs> that's where we at. I was yeah. confused too. I, I didn't know what any of that meant, but I was like, "Yeah, man, that's real." <laughs> <laughs> it yeah, was a crazy so, show. That was a fun was show. A, yeah, it was. The crowd was crowd was with the shits. We had um, there was a Palestinian brother in the crowd. He was cool. He was like one of the only people that raised their hand when I when I asked. I was like, "Who here's fled a war to come to this country?" And so he he was like, "I did." I was like, "I see you, brother." The rest of y'all are posers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it was it was it was great, man. The whole vibe was was great. So many good comments afterwards. So many people showing love. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people follow me on the IG, on the gram. Yeah, yeah, that's got a dope, lot of, man. You know, that's I got a lot need. of shirt off pictures now. It's yeah, crazy. That's amazing. Letting so so let the listeners know, like, what's your background, bro? Like, you you went town from New York, but like, give us the origin story. You know, <laughs> who is who is Rufat Agayev? First I, yeah. off, the fact that you kept your name Rufat. Yeah, respect, bro. What you think? I was gonna be Raphael. Well, you know, you could go Agave. You could yo. <laughs> you can go. You can go with Rufus. Rufus. I feel like Rufus. You know, That's that would have been a tough one. But like Robert. Yeah. Shout out to um. Because you know, I changed. You know, Martin. Uh, my listeners know, like that's my middle name, son. Yeah. Like I, 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 you know, my first name. You know, I came out the gate with the strong Persian name. My yeah, my name is Bobak, bro. I, yo, I know a Bobak. Yeah, Bobak. I worked is, for a Bobak. That's like the Michael of Iran. Like that shit is mad common. Man, nah, I um, he used to call me backpack. So like you know, growing up, I, you know, I still can't wear backpacks without like feeling insecure. Like there goes backpack, and I'm like, yo, dog, it's you know, it's Bobak. I remember I called like my first year in the comedy. I called a club in Cleveland when I was visiting my mom because that's where she stays at now. Mm-hmm. And um, first of all, to do the the guy who ran it was like, all right, so what what, what, what do you want? And I was like, you know, can I do some time? And he's like, how many years in comedy? And I'm like, one. <laughs> yeah. And I guess that threw him definitely was like, no. But he was like, hey, man, also think about changing your name. I don't like your name. Yeah. No one's going to gravitate towards that. But I'm, 
I think we live in a different time and a different era now. Well, I think it pays off if you stick with it. It might not be fun in the first few years, but if you hang on to it mm-hmm. and you stick to it, I think um, it'll pay dividends, you know? Just like if I would have went by Bob Akamini, you know... It, it Bob has got a weird feel to it, though. Like, I just you like, know what I mean? Yeah, Martin's my middle name, so like Martin Amini, that shit sounds cool to me, That shit man. does sound cool. That shit does you know? sound cool. You know what my middle name is? What? Akifovich. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So I don't well, think. Well, 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 we were. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that would have worked. But yeah. um, yeah, I, you know, I, I worked for Weird Al Yankovich. You know, shout out to the Yankovich family. You know the the Jews. They 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 keep their they. Keep Are you their, Jewish? No, my dad ended up converting to Judaism Word. later on in life. Smart move. Because he, he wants to get on the winning team. Yeah, he wanted to work for CAA. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, get, I get it. <laughs> um, but no, nah, uh, I'm I'm, that's not my background. Um, I was I was uh, baptized Armenian Orthodox. Damn, we're talking about my baptism. But nah. no doubt. <laughs> no, no, no. So, okay, my bad. I, I, I got a sidetrack. Rufat Agayev, you know, I'm where are you from? Born in Azerbaijan. Word. Half Armenian. Half Azerbaijani. Yeah. They had a conflict. My brother's name is Bijan. Keep going. Yeah. Bijan. That's a good. It's a, pronounced Bijan, but we call him, you know, in the hood, call him Bijan. Bijan. No one's going to pronounce it. No one, no one enunciates in the hood. That's smooth. Everyone just goes by like what it looks like. Like, yo, because like my name is Babak, but they call me Babak. Yeah. Because that's how they just, it just sound. it just, black people ain't going to enunciate. <laughs> of course. <laughs> nah, but. um. Keep going, my bad. <laughs> yeah, you can inter- interrupt me all you want, man. You. You, you booked me on a great show. You just keep interrupting <laughs> <me>. <laughs> Nah, but I, uh, there was a conflict between the two two people. You know, one of them is like Christian Muslim, but mm-hmm. it's mostly over land. It's okay. always over land. You know Word. what I mean? It's, it's always over a hot show. How old were you? It was a hot show. Yeah, hot, sh- hot show or hot chick. <laughs> yeah. Either the two, right? <laughs> exactly. They're, yeah. Um, everyone's trying to book that land, you know? And, yeah. Uh, Some good land, hot land, good stage time. 92. 92 is when I left. I was five. Oh yeah. So for the most part, you you know how it is when you talk to people that either still live over there or came yeah. a lot later on in life. They look at you and you're like, you're American, you know? Right. So, uh, so you cro- you you like stuck in the middle. You like you don't you have roots. It's like an identity thing. Like, yo. Yeah, I don't I don't know. You know, like it, it's tough. It was tough for me to find who I who I was, and I'm still searching for like to be a part of my culture. And you know, like. You know, I partake in certain things, go to certain restaurants, meet certain people. Where'd y'all, where'd y'all end up moving to first? <sighs> Erie, Pennsylvania, man. Word. What a fucking... I, 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 I diss on it a lot, but, you know, it was good. It was good. How long were y'all in Erie? I was in Erie till I was 12, and then I moved with my dad. Mom stayed there. Um, I moved with my dad to Florida, to St. Pete. Okay. Um, But again, you know, always coming up, like, I always grew up around black people hip-hop culture yeah so that was one of the things i think even you probably you can attest to this um just being in school you know you had to find a way to survive and you had to find a way to assimilate and one of my ways was was, i mean like not even thinking about it was just i loved hip-hop and i loved basketball and yeah that's how i made that's how i made my friends you know it was like i like those sneakers i need to get those sneakers right 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 right. I, i got engulfed in that in that culture and so like music was your first outlet to connect with the kids in your neighborhood. Yeah, was your course. neighborhood like predominantly like what black? Yeah, what was it? Okay. predominantly black. I don't yeah. want to assume nothing. You know, what no, I mean? no, no. It's, it was predominantly black. It was in the uh, in the city of Erie on the east side. Um, you know, shout out to my my childhood friend Ryan Boyd. Um, but yeah, man, uh, we 
yeah, that's just how it was. And then when I moved to Florida, same thing. It was like, you know, my first day of getting on the bus, I remember I sat in the how back. How was your English when you first got here? Oh, it was it was poor. I had to um I had to uh stay back in 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 kindergarten. I had to do two years of kindergarten. That shit set me back, man. Okay. Um but I ended up learning it and I ended up I think I'm pretty decent at it. Now you're good now. Yeah, I'm pretty fluent and a lot of people can't really tell that when I'm did you, from somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, like so you know, not speaking English pretty well as a child elementary school, that's when like shit can be rough. Like when kids, man, they be saying some fucked up shit to you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Especially with a name like Rufat Agayev. Yeah. Like, I don't man. know what these kids in Erie were talking about, but they must have had some good ass nicknames for you, bro. Rufart. Oh, yeah, all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so, good. That's good. I like that. Thank God they never became comedians, those yeah. kids. That's uh, gonna change. That's, that's the name that's gonna go in on my phone. It's just a good solid that's an easy one, but it's like it's a dunk. Yeah. Um so walk us through like I'm always curious to know like how people like assimilated, like what was your what was your what was your you know, besides the music, were you like a joke teller? Did you like win people over? Like were you did you learn how to clap back with jokes? Um n- well, like when it, when it was when it was like elementary school, I just you know basketball and like basketball, you know basketball. Yo, basketball is a great sport to like basketball, connect with people, video man. games, yeah. sneakers, fashion. That's the culture. Yeah, it's those the are culture. the fundamentals of the culture, yeah. son. You learn how to dribble a basketball. You learn all the Wu Tang members. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's enough. Then you I had ha- the I had the Pippins with the air on them. Yo, My dad I got still me those, got them. I still right? got some. Yo. You had yeah, to. man. I, you, it's just certain things that you did to just like, but but again, you weren't thinking about it. You you were a kid. You yeah. weren't you weren't like. Did you have any older siblings to help push you nah, onto this? Nah, I was by myself, man. So you you are you an only child? I'm not an only child, but I grew you were, up. You grew up by yourself. I grew up mostly by myself, yeah. and um, that's tough though. I, by yourself, it's always been like that. You know what I mean? But it kind of give off like an only child vibe. Yeah, like it's you, given off like know, a resiliency. Like you, you got a lone wolf. I'm a lone wolf. A lone wolf. Uh, I eat energy. the blood of my enemies. You, you know, know what I mean? Like you go on a mega bus by yourself. Yeah. You know, ride alone. Two chairs That's myself. Right. That's right. Yeah. And then you'd be like, oh, <laughs> on the, the mega bus. The you're like, why is this guy howling? <laughs> like, you don't understand. You don't know my struggle. Yeah, you don't know about the days in Erie, Pennsylvania. I couldn't even speak English. They held me back. <laughs> like, bro, we just, you got it, son. We just, I'm you in know. DC now. Yeah. On the bus. On the bus. Mega. Yeah, son. <laughs> Remember yeah. the girl last night was like, "Why you think Mega Bus? They stole my luggage out the Mega Bus. Remember that?" <laughs> yeah, and that's why I told her, "You don't bring luggage on the Mega Bus." Yeah, who does? Who brings luggage on a Mega Bus? For the fuck are you going on yeah, a dude. bus yeah, that you need luggage? luggage. Yeah. Who are you running away from? Yeah, witness protection program. Yeah. Right? So, okay, so you got into basketball. You hoop. That's great. Yeah, I hooped. I was I was good at hooping until you know, of course, puberty, and I was right, like, yeah, right. this isn't going anywhere. Um. But I think when it became like when I was in Florida, Florida was tough, man. Florida is a lot of guns in Florida. Yeah. We had a really high crime rate amongst youth in Florida where I was at. A lot of kids. I came I'm not hip to that area. Which which neighborhood? Was that where uh, Trick Daddy was from? No, no, no. Trick Daddy's from Indeed. Miami. That was Trick Daddy's how far, from very rough. How far four is that? Hours, okay. Four hours. I'm from. Who's, who's from? Who's from your neighborhood? Our listeners could like, you know, you know, the uh, my neck, my back. Yeah. Yeah, she's from there. Kaya. Kaya, my yeah. neck. My she's neck. She's a she's a Tampa St. Pete oh, legend. Word. Yeah. Tampa Tony. You know, got Was that was she just a one was that her single? That's it? It was That was pretty much it mm, though. For you guys, yeah, yeah. For us, no. She was she had a couple other songs. Like she had a song called K Wang. That was her first song. And then my neck got 
my back got popping. Um, that beat was crazy. Yeah, man. It was it was some good stuff. A lot of good producers from that uh, from Florida. Yeah. What's um, that dude? The the, the Scott was it Scott Storch? He's from, he's from Florida, right? Or he li- he probably he lives. He lived in- over there. He was lived in Miami when he got money. But I know that Scott Storch started out with the Roots. Oh, I didn't know that. You didn't know that? Mm-mm. Yeah, man. Scott Storch is is not no like. I feel like he's been in rotation with a lot of heavy hitters for a long time. Yeah, people get him confused with being like some white guy coke yacht dude. Lil Kim, uh, connected like. They, yeah, they, they, but he's like. To be in the Roots band is crazy. So he yeah, now he's talented. Shit. I saw a video of him doing the um, the was it the Dre still Dre joint the mm-hmm. doom, doom, doom. the the next was it the next episode or which one was it where he did the keys he did the keys on the the infamous Dr. Dre I guess it was another another fl- a group of Florida producers Dre and Smoke and Dre or Dre Cool and Cool, cool, cool and, and Dre yeah Cool and Dre they yeah, did the see, hustling beat. I know I know some uh, I know some hip hop and things. then shout out to to the legend I uh I actually I've met his father when I was doing music his mom wanted me to wanted to put me in some showcases who I knew his brother his brother stayed with a friend of mine who passed away whose house I recorded at T Pain man Wow T Pain's the legend bro T Pain is when you think of Florida and you think of music, I think, you know, there's a few names that come across my mind, but none is as strong as T-Pain. Even more than like Rick Ross? Oh, way more than Rick Ross. Really? Yeah. Because all Rick Ross did was rap and eat lobster. But like... I don't think... T- I, I think you're really downplaying the, no, the, no, no, in, no. the impact a- Rick... Because at first you can argue that Trick Daddy... Had a huge like um, slip and slide records was crazy. Oh, I'm not. I'm the not, roster for slip and I slide. I opened was, up for Trick too. My first year in college. Slip and slide was uh, was legend. Like with the things who and the guys before uh, Trick Daddy. We're getting uh, two to, live crew. Two live crew. Yeah, right? yeah. So no, like, no, no. There's, know, a, there's a lot of there's a lot of there's great a lot of history. But what I mean by T Pain is like those dudes were great, but there was a time where every song on the radio was either T Pain or had T Pain on it. That's true. Until Jay Z was like recorded death Which of the auditor. I thought that was so corny. Jay, uh, l- let me put this out here. And I yeah, know, let the streets know, man. Let how the you streets really, know. Let them know how you I feel, bro. I know he's bro. a billionaire, and I love him. He's my. He's I grew my, up yeah. on his music. I remember where I was and what I was doing when the first time I heard uh, "It's a Hard Knock Life," and that shit blew my mind. However, towards the latter part of his career, man, Jay Z got really corny. You know. And what? Break it down. I'm. I'm I'm all ears. I don't wear jerseys. I'm 30 plus. Give me some nice crisp jeans and a button up. Dog, no. Don't try to push your agenda on us. Like, just make good music and stop telling us to wear button ups. You know what I mean? And Death of Auto Tune, another corny, corny thing. Clearly, there was no Death of Auto Tune. He couldn't kill Auto Tune because right. Auto Tune is still around. You know, and. and, and Shout out to my homie, David Prisgoda, who works for Auto Tune. The company, yeah, sh- shout out, because like it's fun. I don't Jake, know. Jake, Jake couldn't kill it, and yeah, again, Jay's a legend, but he did get kind of like he does get a little bit like preachy sometimes. Hey man, when you when you fifty years old, bro, you, your whole energy changes. Dog, what you you can't talk about you can't talk about the same shit when you get older. I yeah, see what you're you com- got to shit on somebody. Hey man, sometimes you need some targets, dog. I. <laughs> I, I like like I, I get because like after like because like you winning like imagine like you winning now and like you and like all you have like you got to find some like easy targets. I think he just like that. Here's the thing though: was it a successful campaign? 
I mean, I don't think I think was he, it a death of auto tune? Let's go back in time to the year two thousand. What was it? Nine. Okay, good time. Right when when auto when when when, you, when T-Pain was on all the joints and everyone was using auto tune. Mm-hmm. There was people taking it a little bit too far. I don't know if you remember this, but like everybody was using auto tune. Like Kanye was like going over. It was just like not just Kanye. Every artist you could think of was using autotune. So I think Jay was just like, yo, man, we need to cut this shit out. So I think that's when that track just dropped. And then it was like, uh, that's when auto, uh, when T-Pain got in his feelings. I don't know if the listeners are hip to all this hip hop. This is probably the most hip hop we've ever talked. But really? the reason why we're talking about this much hip hop is because, uh, you know, Rufat, before he got into comedy, you know, his, was, his rapping. Fir- he was rapping. Mm-hmm. That was his first career. <laughs> yeah. Um. Can I call it a career? I made money off of it. I made enough money to move out to New York. I was able to sustain myself. Um, very close to like signing a deal, like the way that I wanted it to be, and on a, like a record label that I would want it to be on. Um, was with like a collective of people that got signed to Warner Brothers. We were always up in their offices recording stuff. We used to, we built a booth over by Rockefeller Center, like in in, in, an, in an office back there, and we would record all the time. Um, but man, I think it hit me when I was like 27, which is when most great artists die. Yeah. And I was like, do I want to keep rapping? I'm like, do I want to be the old guy rap? Like, for some weird reason, there's like this ageism in hip hop. Uh, yeah, dog. I get and it. And I think there's an ageism everywhere. Everywhere, but in hip hop. But in hip hop, it's so. It's bad. It's bad. And so you had a lot of foresight for seeing that dog. <laughs> I will did I? I, I guess uh, <laughs> because you, if you, yeah, you're right. Like if you keep going at that, like maybe not until you hit 32, 33 is when you're gonna really feel it. When you that dude that's just coming around, like, yo man, he's my mixtape. <sighs> oh my! Or God. here's a link to my SoundCloud, bro. Check that shit out. I'm just saying. I know. I and and so I looked at like. For some weird reason, I just got this idea in my head. Because you would have been that Uber driver that, like, you know. Nah, come that, on, like, man. Come on. Nah, I'm just saying that's nah, what happens. I would have went back to school for, like, math and engineering. Something. Yeah, man. Something. I, I have to. I had to. I have to do something. But, like. It's tough to hang it up, though, man. When you put that oh, many years was, in. When I hung it up, I hung it up, man. Uh, <laughs> I did. Uh, but, no, nah, I think I've always. I always wanted to do comedy. And then when I. Uh, when I finally found out that it could be an option, I was like, this is, cause you know, we have such this, we have so, so many negative attitudes towards comedy. Ah, it's so rough. The open mics, the this, the that, but right. I'm thankful that I found it. And, and I'm now I'm like learning the formulas to it because who knows, maybe one day I can write a book or I'll be 50 and I can like write something or do something. It's a great skill set. to. I think it the art of storytelling keeps is, your mind. Bro. So, so so fresh it keeps it young and 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 i think like i know we complain as comedians a lot but we should be thankful for you know bro we're the luckiest ones me and you like we're one of the lucky Bobic and rufat yeah we out here son the children of like you know the children of uh ishmael that's right (laughs) 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 fucking out here doing fucking sold out the bastard son the children of the bastard son you know, just two kids who couldn't make it to the varsity basketball team. They're just like, fuck Man, it. I don't even think I would have made it on JV, dude. Yeah, I didn't make it on JV. I either. wish I ran track back then. That's that where I, that That's my biggest regret, and this is something that I try not to do in comedy, is cool 
I know I'm cool or people yeah, tell yeah, me yeah. I'm cool. Sure, sure, sure. But I try not to let that get in the way of me learning and doing things or like thinking something is too yeah, you don't, know, below you're me. not above. Yeah, you're not. That's, I'm not that's above not, anything. So I'm. I wish that's, that's my ma- biggest. That's regret a mature thing in high school. Is like trying to be cool. I just wish I would have did like track, man, and just was like, st- I wish I did track, studied math. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just not not really focused on trying to be as cool, but you know, the heart wants what it wants. Yeah, it's like when keeping it real goes wrong. You know nah, I mean? it went right for me. It went right for me. It, I had a great time in high school. I don't. I wouldn't take it back. Yeah. Yeah, but you ended up. What, what college you go to? Florida State. Okay, and that's when you was like, uh, you started rapping. No, nah, I, I, I was dog. I was. I left. There was days in high school I would leave with four hundred dollars in my pocket off of selling mixtapes. Damn. Right. Like that's a good day. That is a great day. Five dollars a piece. People. I, I and I remember when it happened. I was in gym class and I was like. Change switching clothes and some kid walked up to me and he's like, "Yo, man, people have been talking about you." And I'm like, "Oh shit!" And that's how kind of the same way I always keep that thought in comedy. Yeah. Because like sometimes people, I, I know you've had this happen to you mm-hmm. where it's like the vibe changes and people are like, "Yo, I've heard good things." It's like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah, you never yeah. forget that. You it's a forget- cool feeling, man. <laughs> but at the same time, one thing I've been going through lately is like. Like you get those feelings every once in a while, but sometimes you get the opposite of feelings when people don't acknowledge it. But then it's like, all right, that's but, cool too, because you can't you can't you can't get too caught up in like the good shit, and you can't get too caught up in like the shit that you don't get. I've ha- I have I had because I've been in artistic pursuits before. Yeah. By the time I started doing comedy, I had references to different struggles that go right. on in an endeavor. So like I knew that like hey man this is gonna start out it's gonna be pretty rough right but once, but once you get the hang of it right you'll be able to do certain things without even thinking what's the what's the arc range of like when things the art kind of matches what it is off stage like where you want it to be because you know sometimes it's just like those beginning years it's like it ain't really matching up with what well, you well it's because I think um, when you first start out you're like man I think this is funny right. I think people are going to think this is funny. Yeah. But then you start believing <laughs> in what you really believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, what's honestly, and it's so hard for a new comedian to, to hear that because they're like, what do you mean what I believe? I, I'm saying what I believe. It's like, just chill out. You, right. It's, it's more esoteric than it is, you know, a fucking trade, that portion mm-hmm. of comedy where it's like, it's going to come to you and it's like yourself is going to come out. So now, that's like one of the things it's like this is how I really feel on this topic and I know it's going to be funny because right. like I trust in what I, I believe and I trust in my views and I trust in my angles you know what I mean mm-hmm. and that's like the thing in music it was like you know you you you, you drop the shit that you think is going to be hot and it's going to win the people over but then you're like nah I'm going to talk about my you know I'm going to talk about the times I feel fear and anxiety in a hip hop song mm-hmm. people are going to relate to it and they do and people are like yo thanks this is refreshing yeah. yeah yeah it's like it's like people value authenticity you yeah. know what i mean yeah and like just being yourself and speaking your truth like that's what you know it's crazy like i, I saw the change up <clears throat> kanye I, I give credit to kanye he was like one of the first dudes to talk about his like emotions like mm-hmm. yo he was like the one of the first dudes to be like yo i'm different and it's i'm still like i'm, I'm cool him with and that. cuddy man but see but i feel like kanye before because kanye came right before 
before Cuddy, I think, because Cuddy like all, all was on the same mm-hmm. on the same energy, you know, very emo, yeah. emo rap. Like that was like a genre, mm. like a whole genre, yeah, like a whole genre <laughs> that was born out of that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Which and they were the pioneers, but I feel like Kanye was on the forefront, like pink polos while being rapping next to Jay Z. Like, yo, son, like that's that was crazy. And ever and, and, and ever since then, it's influenced so many, like not just rappers or musicians, but comedians. Look at like cool oh, comedians being yeah. emotional. You know what I mean? Like yeah. talking about their feelings. I um I remember, so Kanye was like the soundtrack to my high school years. Yeah, and then leading up into college because he's had a long career, but there was a year in college where I like stopped believing in God. I would just, I didn't really have a job that summer. Everybody, the, the college is a ghost town. Yeah. And I would just like, didn't know what I was doing with my life. I was like a junior in college. And I would just watch documentaries, smoke weed with my friend Ryan and just like listen to Cuddy and just be like, yo, I need to free myself from mental bondage. And yeah, you know, I'm weird, I'm lonely. It was, right, you know, like I went through a little phase, and right, and, and Cuddy was kind of like a a soundtrack to that. I, I like that about him. Yeah, it was almost like you found him at the right time of yeah. your life. And then the next album, he started doing coke and being manic, and I was like, yeah, Cuddy, I'm a. Was that the uh, the ra- <laughs> uh, the one with the rage? Uh, what was the moon? The the uh, man on the moon. Man too. on the moon two was the yeah. one. It had a Mr. Rager and um. It had that song with Mary J. Bly. It was a it was a good album, yeah. but like. He went through it, bro. Like he, cause at first you're like, yeah, this is cool weed rap, and then he's like, I gotta smoke weed then take bumps to do interviews, and I'm like, whoa, 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 Cuddy, you uh, yeah, you out you there. need some help, dog. Yeah, 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 you out. He took a break. Yeah, man. But that's like, uh, some of the best artists are like fucked up, you know. Yeah. But some yeah. of the best artists are also not fucked up. That's true too. We got, we got, we got. Also, shout out to the non fucked up artists, yeah. man. But that's why. I do so I want to say I'm like I am a little bit fucked in my head a little bit you know what I mean I'm like a real I like to push myself towards certain limits Mm -hmm. and I talk about that on stage but like it comes out I'd rather it come out in me running eight miles at night than me doing eight lines (laughs) in the back in the green room that's yeah (laughs) you know what I mean yeah nah that's the best thing you can do bro run eight miles get that shit out your system yeah I box I, I've been boxing for like the past eight, nine months. I've been doing it pretty much like five times a week. And it's the one thing that keeps me grounded. Like I didn't box today and it kind of threw me off in the sense of like my body isn't mm-hmm. feeling the way I'm a little bit more uptight than I would be otherwise. But, you know, everyone needs their little outlet, bro. Yeah. You know, I think that shit, especially as comics, you know, we deal with a lot of wild shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, it's a good to have like an outlet that just lets you come back to the table where you just in a good place. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're on stage, you can just knock out your set and off stage, you good. Yeah, I'm, I, I really I really do think whoever it is, whatever energy is out there in, in the universe that even when I was rapping, I never needed anything negative to help give me a boost artistically and not even negative. But I just never needed like I was never the dude to be like, I need to be high. I was right. never high, I was never high performing. I just and I came I came up at a time where every rapper around me was a high rapper. Right. You know, it was weird. I came up with like the Wizzes, the Max. Yeah. You know, weed became a big thing. Yeah. Even with Cuddy, you know what I mean? And I just was like, I smoked. 
but I was like, I can't do this shit every day. I need, I can't. This shit is weird. Yeah, it's crazy to see comedians go on stage, smack the shit. Yeah, what the and, fuck and is like, up with that, comedians? And I'm like, uh, and I'm like, yo, dog, I don't even know how you do it. Because if I was on stage, smack, I'd have anxiety. Well, first of all, I have anxiety. It'll ruin my timing. Yeah. It, it would cause me to be too. Um, it caused me to think too much about the room and yeah. in front of me. <laughs> yeah. And then I'd look at somebody's face and I'd be like, "Oh, your face is yeah. weird. What's up with your eyes, man? You need to get that checked up." Yeah. And yeah, it wouldn't be a good thing. No, I agree, man. I, I have one time I smoked a wax pen without realizing it was my first time smoking wax. And that shit fucked me up to the point where I was on stage and I just like had to walk. I was like, yo, that yeah. show was uncomfortable. There's a there's a show called Crybaby in New York. And yeah. they do it in DC yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. But the New York one is like Yeah. The reason why I'm saying this is they do it in like this weird DIY space with like an a, a neon tongue and like all these weird like things on the outside of it. And it's a great show. Shout out to Dakunle and Abe. But one night I had bought a joint there and I smoked it and my god dog I, I never wanted to leave of a place so bad I ran out my phone was like on five percent and I remember the uber driver calling me he's like you're not at where you're supposed to like you know meet me at because you know how you got to meet meet them at a certain place and I yeah was like, please man just just come find me man <laughs> <laughs> just please I don't know <laughs> I don't know anything right yeah, now yeah, man yeah. I need you at this moment yeah dog <laughs> Please, please, I'm too high for this. So, yeah, dog, I've been. Yeah. yeah, we've all been there. That was like the first time I smoked wax. No, I just, I just said this, but like with the flamethrower shit. Oh, uh, you remember you, dabs? Ooh, oh my god, dog! I had a hallucination. Dog, I did that shit back in so like South by Southwest 2013. We were yeah. a part of it. We did the Thrasher Ford. We did, we did the uh, Converse thing. You know, I got a chance to. You were rapping? Yeah, I, I there's like videos of me rapping with like Damn. people from Chance's crew. Chance was out at the Rap Genius uh, thing. It's crazy how far you got in music. You were like <laughs> right there, yeah, but like not there. No, it was like I was right there, but I saw what the industry wanted. Okay. And again, it it isn't always about meritocracy. It, I I, th I right. thought I was a fire rapper. I think right, I, right, right. I thought I was very very good, and people. Had nothing but good blog. I'm on every. I was on every major blog. Yeah, yeah. I was getting a lot of love, but I just don't think like they were looking for that. I think they were more so looking for your chances and your Joey badasses. And I'm not mad about that because you know what? Yeah. Rap is a rap is a predominantly. Let me go ahead and say it. Rap is a predominantly black industry that was started by. Blacks and Spanish people. I will say though, and I don't mind. I felt when like they are eat when, when every when 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 they're eating because then you have like a what like a person like Macklemore that goes and wins yeah. and wins album of the year over Kendrick. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I'd rather him not rap at all. Having said that, I always thought to myself secretly, if I knew how to rap, you would do it, dog. Not only would I do it, it would be a rap. Like I yeah. would because with my background, like you know what I mean, like because with my stories that I have. Uh huh. Like I'm doing it on, in comedy and stand-up, you yeah. know what I mean? With the ice cream truck, the dealing, the whatever, whatever. But like I got so many stories. And if I could rap with my stories and like do it in a cool way, like You would be good though, because you got like a Habibi vibe. You gotta it, That's it, what I'm saying. But I got also like you remember the beat nuts? Remember oh, beat nuts? Don't 
dog. Not only do I remember the beat nuts, I did a show and Juju was in the audience. Bro, see? He grabbed me by my shirt after the show. He's like, yo, son, people need to hear what you're saying. People need to see the two moles on your face. Yeah. You got something, kid. I believe in you. He's very drunk. Bro. Yeah, yeah, but hey, man, that's Shout that's a stamp. Juju that's, from the, that's a stamp. But see, I, br- I, br- I brought up the beat nuts. That was a very, sp- or big pun. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And see, I, hey, how's it going? I, uh, yeah, but you know, I, I grew up on that, on that generation. Mm-hmm. So it's like watching those guys, I'd be like, yo, son, I could be like the next, be like the next one up. Cause they, they're who I kept, I talked about it earlier today. Like, yo, who's the next guy? Who's the next? I feel like there's a void right now. There's a big yeah. void. Cause you know, we were talking about logic. Who's the uh, logic between logic and who? Wayne. Wayne. Right. So there's like a void of like young rappers and comics, I think right now. Yeah. I just feel like there's not a young voice talking what we talking about. I think I think we're the guys, but people just haven't found like you know what I mean. It's just a matter of time. Like this podcast episode Hopefully. that we're doing right now in Benji's you know living room as his roommates are coming in, I think will be discovered one day. You're like, yo, son, like we we heard Rufat and Martin talking while they were still hustling on the mega bus, Rufi and and, and and they brought and they brought the luggage, but the no luggage. <laughs> Yeah, man. Got to bring the no luggage, man. If you're going somewhere for two days, just, you know. That's what I'm saying, though. I feel that in my heart. That's why I really do this shit, because it's like an archives for real, for real. Because, you know, we ain't going to always be like. Well, you know, even people that I really love, um, I go and I search out very hard to find stuff. Yeah, yeah, like interviews and shit. Yeah. Yeah. And there was, um, you know, Louis Ferranda from Caroline's. I ask him all the time because he worked at To Catch a Rising Star. Yeah. Like he was a waiter when everybody, all like the bit, like Jerry Seinfeld, Larry David. And I just like pick his brain. I'm like, yo, so like, were all the stories about Larry David true? And he's like, yeah, man, we would all like just group up in a corner just to hear the wild shit that he was about to talk about and how he would just like sometimes go off on an audience if just the little most minuscule thing was off about their attitude. Yeah. And I was like, damn, this is beautiful. Cause you sit, yeah. you're sitting in front of somebody that's like a little, you're sitting in front of like a time capsule, man. Yeah, man. You know, that's like, uh, that's crazy. That's the one thing about New York that I am envious about is like the history. Mm-hmm. Like y'all, like you, like you running, you work in a circuit that has so much history. Yeah, but DC has a lot of history as well. It's man. true. I'm not gonna lie. We do have a lot of history, but at the same time, what like 15 year old Dave Chappelle? But the thing is, about it, everyone that has history here went to New York or LA. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like but that's that's always yeah yeah yeah. That's always the thing. It's like the talent is from, but it gets exported out. Who are who are some of the greats from here from DC? I'll I'll, I'll walk you through the road decks. We got Dave Chappelle at Dave the Chappelle. top. Tommy Davidson, Martin Lawrence, Wanda okay. Sykes, okay. Tony Woods, okay. you know, um, Patton Oswalt. Yo. Yeah. Yeah, man. Dude, you know? I, I was, the crazy thing about my comedy, well, is, is it a crazy thing about my comedy taste? But when I was a kid, you know, I, 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 I had um, Jamie Foxx's special. Yeah. I loved his special. I loved watching that. I might need security. I had... You know, I would watch Kings of Comedy all the time. That shit was um, Cedric and Bernie Mac had crazy sets. I don't think I fully quite understood what DL was hu- doing then as a kid. Yeah. Now I do. And then, um, so I had all this, like, kind of, like, almost, like, black comedy. But then, like, 
I was in college and I and I listened to Werewolves and Lollipops for the first time by Pat Oswalt, and I was like, this shit is fire. This speaks to me right now, you know. And uh, I liked having that rotation of like, you know, you're going back and forth. Yeah, between like your artsy more alt comics to your like, you know, like I, I recently watched um, Mike Epps special on Netflix. Okay, fire. Yeah, fire. He did, I think he just did it in DC. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fire. One of my favorite specials that, is, that has come out. That's so, crazy. like, I like that. And I also like, you know, the Mulaney special. Right. It's 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 all there, man. Yeah. All of the different types of flavors. Mm-hmm. You need that shit. Yeah, I, I've been going through the rabbit hole of old shit, too. <coughs> I've been going through some old, like, comic view shit. The people I've never even heard about. Some, like, some dude that never made it out of Florida. You know what I mean? And these dudes are killers, man. Killers. They had their own style that you might see in other comics that like made it big that kind of might have bit their style that kind of like wrote it. But like you could see where like it came from, you You, know, you know who I love a lot. And I just posted their like stand up on like my Instagram story, just like a clip. Um, Charlie Barnett. Oh, shit, man. Yeah. He's a dude that you just hear about on podcasts. Yeah. But for anybody listening, just watch his comic view set, man. His comic view set is straight bananas. And we're talking about a dude that would forego going up at clubs just so he can go and perform at West 4th, which outside, is like yeah. outside. He would perform outside. He's a street he would, performer. He was a street performer. He would gra- gather groups and audiences and just murder in front of them without a microphone. I mean, like on a totally different level, bro. And sad that drugs got to him. But yeah, man, like. When, when you're talking about like just complete monsters without an excuse of like the room was bad yeah. the room is outside yeah <laughs> like, yo <laughs> what, what can you complain about at that point son yeah man so yeah that's one thing man I've been always like thinking about New York is like the history and like the comics who came up in that circuit but you know LA is gonna be a different beast man LA is like yeah it's gonna be a lot of murderers out there too. I'm like, uh, I gotta fly out there Monday. You ever been to LA? For two hours, man. Where? And then I went to San Diego because all of my friends from college were from San Diego. They were military brats. Oh, okay. So, and I still have a friend that um, I do podcasts with him. He's a he's a Christian rapper and he's a, uh, from the same city that I fled from, Baku. Oh, okay. And uh, he lives in San Diego, but now nah, I haven't. I need to go out to LA. Shout out to my homie Keith Johnson who's out there now. Yeah, man. So, yeah, man. We, uh, well, I appreciate you, man. You know, we linked up. We did our thing. You know, it's beautiful. We got to do some shows tonight at Big Hunt. Yeah. Five yeah. minutes, baby. Five minutes, baby. After, you know, after doing the Overachiever show, it's going, yeah. it's on, it's on, we can only keep going. Yeah, man. No stopping, no quitting. What do you got coming up, man? You got any, uh, new shows podcasts we could plug um okay so we're i'm gonna be doing a, po- a podcast with my homie uh napoleon who's just a jfl it's called dead stock so look out for that you know keep typing it in every month or so and something should pop up um me and martin will be at caroline's on the 28th for new york's funniest yeah man i was just joking in the beginning about you know everyone else in the lineup you know i knew i knew he was gonna be on it (laughs) (laughs) just so y'all know listening but yeah man come and support us man roof out's dope man and it's kind of cool because i feel like after watching him 
on the overachievers, I was like, yo, dog, he kind of does match the vibe of what we do. You know what I mean? So it's like we'll definitely have him back. And, like, uh, one of the goals for the overachievers is, like, we try to build a community of, like, you know, a network of comics. Like, you know, Rob Hayes has been doing our show since 2012, you know, since I, my first month in comedy. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to 2019, he's referring comics to me. So I feel like we've built a whole network of, like, a roster of comics that just kind of, like. Yo, shots to L.A. Rob, man. Yeah, man, L.A. He's been Rob. killing it on the Sherman Showcase. It's exciting, man. It's And I, honestly, man, I think this is just the beginning. Like, we just warming up. I was, like, at. After the show last night, we were at 18th Street Lounge, and I was with some homies from, like, high school and college and people who know me before comedy, and they were all, you know, happy and everything for me. And I was like, yo, listen, man, I appreciate y'all, but just so y'all know, this is just the beginning. Just the beginning. Yo, I'm just – because now I'm just getting the looks now. Imagine what's going to happen when I get the – when I'm after I get the looks. (laughs) You know what I mean? We're going to do with it because we've been cooking – we've been cooking for a minute, you know? So I'm really glad that I got a chance to link with Roof out, you know, look out for him, follow him in on his, what's your social media? It's uh Roof at Camp, so R U F A T C A M P. Are you fat camp? Yeah, man. Follow him on his socials, you know, slide in his DMs, let him know that you know you listen to him <laughs> on the Overachievers podcast, you know, the Overachievers uh, army. We strong in numbers. And make sure you go to my new website, theoverachievershow.com for upcoming shows to DC and Los Angeles and hopefully soon New York. That's right. We coming to New York next. So uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you in the next episode. Peace.